can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics drop another game. Start the season 2-3, and three, a 116-107 loss against the Washington Wizards. This was a game the Celtics were destined to lose uh, based on the last five minutes of this game alone. But we'll talk about it. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game, some of the positives, some of the negatives, and kind of looking forward to the rest of the week. We got a rematch against the Wizards on Saturday, so we'll talk about that game. Uh, But let's get started. Player of the game today, there's really only one right answer, and it's Dennis Schroeder. Uh, For a large portion of today, nobody got anything going. Uh, I want to say in the first half, uh, Tatum had seven, JB had three. And it was a bad, bad shooting stretch for both of them. And the only person that kept us remotely in this game was Dennis Schroeder. He had a huge second quarter uh, that kept it within 10 this easily could have been a 20 point game uh, which is very tough 15 points at half for Schroeder Uh, ended out the night 22 points a rebound six assists and two steals and shot four six from three six of six from the free throw line per usual at least the last three games still the best person on the team driving and dishing uh, created a good amount of offense, had a couple of drives where he dished it down to Al, dished it to Time Lord, dished it out to the corner. Uh, the guys today just weren't hitting shots. It was a tough game overall. I think Dennis Schroeder played really well. Uh, the other guy that played well, I mean, the other two guys really that played well were Al Horford and Robert Williams. And I had a little bit of concerns earlier in the season about and I say earlier in the season, we're only five games in at this point. So I don't know how much earlier I'm really going back here. But uh, I had some concerns about Time Lord and Al Horford kind of playing together. Uh, we obviously saw Time Lord last game go off, have his best game of the season. And it looked like it, a lot of it just had to do with the fact that he was the only big out there. We saw that last year in spurts. Uh, where we tried to go with Time Lord and Thompson. Obviously, it was a nightmare. Did not work. Uh, we're seeing it a little bit more tonight, though, uh, with Al and Time Lord, and they looked really good. Both of them were kind of running pick and rolls with each other, uh, which led to a, a couple assists for Al uh, to Time Lord. And it, overall, it was just a solid game for both of them. I think if I would have to pick the next best guy would probably be Al. Uh, Finished the night 16 points, 11 rebounds, three offensive, uh, four assists, a steal, and a block. And at the end of the game, should have had another block on Harrell. Uh, But we'll talk about that in the back half. Uh, But overall, solid night for Al. Looked good. Looked really strong early. 
looked like a young, young 35. That's for sure. Uh, and then same thing with Time Lord. Tonight, 13 points, 11 rebounds. So both of them, 11 rebounds. Added in four blocks and assist to steal on six of eight shooting. And I talked about Grant being very disciplined and not really trying to force things at during last podcast. Time Lord was the exact same way tonight. Not that he's ever a guy that's really going out and forcing a lot of shots. We started a little bit in preseason where he would try a couple mid-ranges, but that's exactly what preseason's for. Uh, I think during the regular season, he kind of went back to his normal self. Uh, but tonight, super efficient, six of eight night, one of two from the free throw line, five offensive rebounds after a monster night uh, on the glass last game as well. So these are these are the three guys that really played well. It's it's really just them, Schroeder, Time Lord, and Al. You know, if you want to look towards the bench, I think Jabari Parker came in his nine minutes, scored seven points. He looked pretty good. Uh, we'll say the Wizards started to attack him on defense uh, and found that mismatch every time and started to started to just pick him apart. And that's why Ime took him out. He only lasted nine minutes, but it was a pretty solid, pretty solid nine minutes offensive was uh, and then same thing with grant three-point shooting has definitely calmed down a little bit but there was a stretch in uh, i want to say it was the third quarter that grant got to the free throw line six times went six of six from the free throw line and every time the wizard started trying to like run away with this game grant williams would get to the line bring it in a little bit uh, and these are the types of performances we need. He didn't have a great shooting night, only 0 of 2, but he got to the line. This is something that the team just desperately needs to try to do more of. We saw it a little bit tonight with Tatum, and we'll talk about him. Uh, but he went 4 of 8 from the free throw line today. It's not going to cut it. It's not. It's 4 points off the board. Uh, and this is a tight game. It's a tight game. You'll look at... The Celtics offense today, they kind of struggled. You know, defensively, Washington's a good offensive team, right? Like, they've got Bradley Beal. You look at the way that their roster is constructed this year versus last, I think they got better. Like, adding in Kuzma, Dinwiddie, uh, and then Montrez Harrell. That's, I mean, those are three big additions. And they didn't really get rid of much i mean russell westbrook is obviously a perennial all-star but he's not really a he's not really a lights out player anymore i don't care i might catch flack for that people might argue with me on that i don't really care it's my opinion i think they had a very upgraded roster from last year uh they did have some injuries which is even more frustrating out of this but you know, looking at the way the Celtics offense ran tonight, they had a couple good stretches, and that's about it. It's really about it. We had a 22-8 to run in the third that brought the halftime deficit to one. And, you know, the fourth quarter was all Washington. The Celtics were in it. 
there was a scoring error where the Celtics accidentally got two extra points. Uh, and then at about, I want to say it was a seven minute mark, seven 20 minute mark. They realized that there was an error. They corrected the score and it was all Washington ever since. Uh, but I want to switch over and talk some of the negatives here before I do. So I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some negatives here. So we just finished wrapping, we just finished talking about the Celtics really falling off a cliff once the seven-minute mark came and they fixed the score. A couple of things happened during those seven minutes and really it came in a two minute span. There was two blown calls by the refs, one of which was a very clean block on Montrez Harrell by Al Horford. And the other was an out of bounds call where both Jalen and Al chased after a ball and we're both a solid six inches away from the out-of-bounds line. And both of those happened when the game was very close. And I mean very close. So I'm not going to sit here and blame this loss on the refs because it's not on the refs. But there was certainly an opportunity for the Celtics to come back in this game. With that being said... This Celtics team really needs to figure it out because this is probably, well, we're in game five. This is pretty much the fifth straight game that the Celtics have started off terrible. Just bad basketball, not moving the ball. Besides Al, I will give him credit. He moved the ball well early. Dennis Schroeder moved the ball. But outside of that, this was a bad performance from the Celtics team. We talked about it already. Ime Doka was preaching assists, preaching, moving the ball, backdoor cuts, making moves towards the basket. 
None of these things happened tonight. End of the night, 18 assists on 37 field goals. It is a bad, bad number. On top of that, the Celtics just shot horrible. Nothing was falling. Jason Tatum, 9 of 22. Marcus Smart, 1 of 7. Jalen Brown, 5 of 16. Jalen Brown had three points after the third quarter. He had three points in the first, still had three after the second, and still had three after the third. Finished with 10 points in the fourth quarter, so did end up at 13 points, but it was a bad game. He couldn't figure it out. Had three turnovers. Jason Tatum, two turnovers. Marcus Smart, three turnovers. Just a bad, bad shooting night for the three of them. Like, it's it's going to be really hard to, to put together a win in a situation like that. I don't care who you're playing. Like, Washington's not great, but they're not as bad as, you know, what they were last year by any means. Like, I don't care if you're playing the Thunder. Like, you need to go out and put up shots. You need to make some shots. Like, you have two all-stars on your team, and they both played just bad. Tatum had a stretch where it looked like he was about to turn it on, and then didn't. And then he'd miss again. And then he'd go back to his iso ball stuff. Jalen Brown tried to be fancy with the dribble a little too much. Like, he went back, you know, three years ago, Jalen, where he'd put his head down, drive to the rim, and try to try to make something happen, but it didn't happen. Like, this is just a, it's a tough loss for the Celtics team because we just came out of two fairly solid wins. And then you lose this. They started off just bad again. 43% from the field, 34.5% from three. It's not going to get it done. It's not going to get it done. I will say this, when the Celtics were really lacking scoring I did find it a little interesting that Udoka didn't go to the bench whatsoever he kept a nine-man lineup which again he's been pretty consistent with so far but we didn't see Neesmith or Pritchard Pritchard of which I'm more surprised Neesmith had a, a DNP last game also but this is the first game that Pritchard's been healthy that he hasn't played in since he's been drafted. So all of last year and the first five games this year. You know, you've got a kid that can shoot. Washington, you know, has smaller guards. Well, I don't know. Dinwiddie's kind of big. Beal's kind of big. So maybe maybe I'm off base with that. But you know what? It's still a game. A guy can go in and if he can shoot, he can shoot. We could have used some scoring tonight. I don't think defensively it was a it was a horrible game. But, you know, you gotta score. The shooting percentage is just bad. So I don't know, that's that's another thing. It's just a it's a tough game to lose, uh, knowing that, you know, obviously there's a history between Beale and Tatum. They always seem to battle against each other. Wasn't really a battle tonight. 
you look across the board, the Wizards beat us in almost every category. They out-rebounded us. They had more offensive rebounds. They had more blocks. You know, I don't know. More fast break points. More points in the paint. And they had a 15-point lead at one point in the game. The guy that killed us tonight, surprisingly enough, wasn't Bradley Beal. He actually had a pretty bad game himself. Only 17 points uh, on 7 of 25 shooting. But the guy that killed us was Montrez Harrell. And this goes straight back to effort. Like, I don't know. Keith Smith talked about this, actually. He tweeted it earlier. Like, the difference between tonight's loss and the Raptors' loss... Like, the Raptors lost. We just played like shit. Tonight, we got out-hustled. We got outworked. Montrez Harrell's not a super talented guy, but he is one of the hardest working guys in the league. He will out-hustle you. He'll out-muscle you. And he did that tonight. He absolutely, absolutely torched us. Just to read his stat line here. Montrez Harrell, 25 points, 11 rebounds. And then just to put salt in the wound, 10 of 13 from the field. One of his three misses was the most bizarre open missed dunk I've ever seen where the ball just fell out of his hands. But he had an unbelievable night tonight. And that's a tough, tough situation. Like, you do a good job defending Beal. Even Dinwiddie, Kuzma, none of them had, like, stellar games. Dinwiddie led the led the starters with 22 points. Uh, but really, nothing spectacular. The rest of their starting core didn't really do much either. Like, Montrez Harrell just torched us. And that just comes back to effort. The Celtics didn't have it tonight. It's a tough situation. So the Celtics got a couple days off. No game Thursday, Friday. But we're back Saturday. And the beautiful part is we're playing Washington again. So this is going to be a character building game. If the Celtics come out flat again, we just saw their offense, just saw their defense. We're going to have a practice in between. Can Ime Doka make adjustments can this team make adjustments we're at a point in the year where it's early there's definitely going to be mistakes made but how do you respond and i will say this the celtics right now are two and three we've got the wizards on saturday but then we start off monday november 1st against the bulls the undefeated bulls for that matter so losing that game against the Wizards on Saturday, if that is what happens, brings us to 2-4 and four going against an undefeated Bulls team. That's not a situation you want to be in. Getting that third win, going back to 500, going into the Bulls, is a must. Again, I know it's early. I know it's early, but you do not, you do not want to risk going down 2-5 and five this early in the season. So a couple adjustments that need to be made. The Celtics need to start driving to the rim more. 
They need to get to the line more. And honestly, they just need to cut. They need to cut to the basket. They need to out-hustle some of these guys. Like, it's a, it's a scenario that the Celtics, we've seen it. There are points in these games where the Celtics moved the ball, were driving, dishing. We've seen this team do it so far this year. But we haven't seen them do it for a 48-minute stretch. We see it in small spurts. And the Wizards showed us tonight that that's not going to be enough. So that's those are the things that I'm looking for. Those are the things that I'm looking for going into Saturday's 5 o'clock game. Celtics, historically, don't look good in the earlier games. So hopefully we can put together some offense. Hopefully we can make some stops. Hopefully we can hold Bradley Beal to something similar to where he is tonight. He, I'm not expecting Bradley Beal ever to shoot that bad again. Uh, but if we can hold him under 25, I'd call that a win. I'd call that a win. But the Celtics need to come out firing. That's what we got for today, guys. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow the Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to tune in Saturday. Another big game, Celtics-Wizards rematch. Here we go. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.